legends say, in ancient times, within the traditions that were passed from the Celts, who traveled north to the frozen lands of Scandinavia, that there were warriors who battled demons on the spiritual realm. These warriors spent their days on earth as shamans guiding their clan members to a spiritual understanding. They spent their nights shapeshifting into their spirit cores, the wolf. These shaman knew the Lanvedi, or the spirits of the land, and were capable of invoking the power of these spiritual entities. They were the Ulvhethnar of Ul, the All-Father. In 2019, Dr. Mark Weisman experienced the use of a technique known as spiritual channeling to communicate with an ancestor of his who bore the title Ulvhethnar. Mark, a former minister, discovered this technique following a long journey of spiritual inquiry and discovery that brought him to the beliefs of his ancestral heritage. Now he offers hope, harmony, and peace in his message of understanding and embracing our spirituality. Join us now for the message here on the Alaska Ulvhetnar Podcast. Let us call upon the House of Odin in Asgard, that he and Freya will hear our desires and provide us with their favor. Hail Odin, Lord of Asgard, warrior and wanderer, valiant and wise, you to whom all the gods of Asgard look, Sky Father, on the eight-legged steed, you who traded an eye for wisdom and ruled a turbulent realm, give us the wisdom to accept the twists and turns of fate, even as you surrendered yourself to the mercies of the Norn. Protect us, All-Father, from what harm may come to us. Lead us through the wilderness and bring us safely to that great hall that you reserve only for the brave of spirit. Odin, we come to you today to seek your wisdom and guidance. We ask that you bestow upon those here the wisdom about the subject in which we speak. Be with them as they go forth and live their lives. Let us sip the cup of Odiner to bestow the wisdom of Kvasar. We ask for your guidance that you be with us and guide us through the challenges that hell lay before us. Help us to recognize Loki as he attempts to deceive us, our true path. Hail Odin. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this week's... This week's show, where... We're going to talk about how and why people box their definition and their understanding of a deity or a god. We only have to look into all 
of the major religious texts, whether it be Christianity or Muslim or Judaism, to discover where the human interpretation of the infinite being limits and boxes the God's abilities or appearance or even their ability to mitigate or to move between uh, different views and different perspectives. Whenever we speak of perspectives, I'm always reminded of the teachings that I use of a puddle. And in this puddle, we all gather in a circle around the puddle and look, gaze into it. And we look at it and we say, this is what the puddle looks like. But it's only what it looks like to us. If, for example, we were to step to the left or to the right, that view changes. It changes our perspective. So, in the same way, when we think of religion and we think of our spirituality, we need to stop applying boundaries and limits of what a god could do. I am always drawn to the stories of every religion, mine included, where we talk about beings who were capable of great things. We talk about Tyre, who was willing to put his hand into the mouth of Fenrir when he was chained. He had courage and he still functioned. I am reminded of Odin who pierced his own body with his spear. He hung in a tree for nine days without food and water for the wisdom of a different perspective. In the same tone with Odin, we see him giving an eye for a sip from the well to, to gain the wisdom from the well of Urd. And we see this in many times over and one has to begin to consider is it the difference in geography that may give us a different perspective on our definition of a deity my wonderful friend has given me other insight in that we speak frequently of Mother Earth and how she is the center of, of our world. She gives us life like a mother to a child. 
she provides for us those first nutrients and those those things that we need to gain our construction and put ourselves literally together. I too am always um, impressed and awed by the power of the feminine with goddesses like Freya and Frigg and Idun. Even Hel herself was of a godly level yet provided a level of nurturing that made life whole. So, if I were to communicate with my wonderful friend and we talk about the, the divine feminine, when he says that you know, he refers to her as Mother Earth, I refer to her as Freya. Are we different, really? Or are we using our geographical perspectives on our goddess? He speaks of the, uh, uh, the creator being the central masculine god. I refer to him as Odin. Others have referred to him as Yahweh, or God, Zeus, Ra. All of these figures were simply different perspectives. As we know, humans look, it is in our nature to label things, to classify things, to help us to understand the scope of something. We reach for our labels and therefore we refer to it in a label that we'll understand. It is this thinking that makes us sit back and wonder, is our God really as limited as we, we tell of? Could they not understand that just because another's perspective was a little different, they were wrong or somehow inferior. We know from our history books where many have thought that way. Many have adopted this colonial European thinking where if you didn't believe the same as I, you were wrong, you were inferior, you were a heathen or a pagan. And that's just not true. I personally think that many really can't grasp the full idea of an infinite being. I recall the creation story and every uh, religion, every spiritual connection has one. I, however, believe that once there was a void in the universe, well, there was no universe yet, and there was just a void except for these energy particles that came together 
and formed at first they formed to one of the masculine characteristics one of the feminine and these two collections of energy molecules then gained a, a consciousness a self-awareness where they became gods they they held within themselves the entirety of the energy within the universe the entirety of the energy within all of creation they have in addition they allow particles to roam free and those particles become our spiritual selves this is my beliefs and this is what has worked for me thinking about boxing my god how do i do that to the Alaska Uvhethnar podcast. We will return after these brief messages from our sponsors. Welcome back. We now return you to the Alaska Uvhethnar podcast. Thank you, my brothers. When we left for commercial we spoke of really getting our minds around this idea of infinity but more importantly just as importantly is we I would like us all to consider releasing those boundaries those boxes that we have placed our understanding of a deity in within the christian text the first uh, real approach to their explanation is in exodus chapter 21 verse 24 where it says an eye for eye tooth for tooth hand for hand foot for foot wow that's painful in Deuteronomy chapter 19 verse 21 it says your eye shall not pity it shall be life for life eye for eye tooth for tooth hand for hand and foot for foot in many locations throughout particularly the old testament of the the christian and in holy texts we see um thou shall have no other god before me jealous god all of these these nomenclatures 
forcing people to change their beliefs to match ours. Where if you didn't accept this or accept that, you were destined for, for suffering and, and separation from friends and family. We've, we've seen this time and time again, and what this immediately means to me is a sense of control. It's not spreading any news. It's applying societal controls on what we don't understand. Humans throughout the history of humankind have had uh, troubles, for lack of a better phrasing, troubles in understanding the mysticism of the natural world, the spiritual energy that interfaces with us, that interacts with us, sometimes on an hourly basis. How we can feel the energy from the earth, from our friends, the animals, and our friends, the trees, and the grasses, and even the spirits of the wind. We know that these entities are interacting with us every minute of every day, yet some with their very confined view of what a deity really is, feel that that's, well, that's black magic and, and you cursed and all of these things, when in fact that, my friends, is the truth. Understanding the energies that allow us to heal, to grow, to love, to feel. These are real energies that are passed to us from the universe, from Mother Earth, from our, you know, the mountains and the winds. All of these things are passing this energy to us. And it is not a bad or a negative thing that, that we receive them. It is the, the truth. And the truth, as the uh, old adage goes, will set you free. I would ask that as we settle down to begin our learning, the first thing one really must do is to erase what we think we know. Erase the boundaries, remove the, the, the hate, remove the, the, the limitations that we are placing on our deities and begin to understand infinity. Wrap your mind momentarily around this idea of an infinite being and how that would then interface with your life. And when your life changes, when you decide to move and change your perspective, does it change the puddle? Of course not. The puddle remains constant. It never changes. 
your perspective on it does. It doesn't make it worse. It doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it less or more. It makes it different. And as we move completely around that puddle, we are then given the insight, the gift of having a more full picture of what that is. And so I always, I always tell my students and, and others who ask, the first thing one must do is forget what you've been told. Forget what you think you know. And, and grow with what you learn. For this is the ultimate in gaining perspective of what your definition is for your deity or for your spiritual connections for your spiritual self what does that look like how do you embrace that well as we know we embrace it by learning by exploring in some cases by imagining what infinity would look like it is my friends a very large definition that I would encourage us to investigate, to learn and know for it is very important to our spirituality. Wonderful. Today's meditation, I would like you to let your definition of your deity out of the box, let him free or her free. Understand that with your deity, if it is as big as you say it is, other people will view that deity differently. They will, it's a natural thing. Each person will come to their spirituality, will come to their deity with a different perspective. That perspective is not wrong, it's not better, it's not worse than your current perspective. It's just different. Learn it, know it. It helps you gain perspective on your own spirituality, on your own definition of what you think your deity is. It is so critical for your spiritual growth to know where you are, where you stand, what you believe, what you know. So very, very critical. And uh, so let us spend this time to meditate on that. Let this understanding guide you in your journey of life. Farvet Minvena Vasud. This has been a podcast by Alaska Outlaw Productions.